Do you know this song? It's the Beatles. Or this one? Stevie Wonder, right? How about this? Yep, Swifties, we got you covered. That's Taylor Swift. And no, I didn't really know the song before. Now, how about this? That's Beethoven, right? Beethoven's fifth. But how are we supposed to, in 2023, listen to classical music? And I'll have to admit, I'm not really sure. So we're going to find out by asking the Oklahoma City Philharmonic conductor about it. This is the Gallery America podcast, formerly the Oklahoma Expression podcast. I'm your host, Robert Reed, and this is How to Listen to Classical Music, file under Bassoons Are for Dreamers. Well, I'm the guy who waves the hands in front of 80 musicians and um, nobody's looking at me. It's completely random. <laughs> this is Alexander Micklethwaite, the conductor of the Oklahoma City Philharmonic, and I've asked him what exactly does a conductor do. But in reality, it's the best job one can have. I think there's none other, no other job in the world because even in sports, in theater, the coach never plays with the team at the end, right? And in this case, I'm the coach, I'm running the rehearsals, but then I'm also right there in the performance, but in a way also connecting us with the audience in a very unique way. The Philharmonic began in 1988 under the direction of Joel Levine, and for the past five years, Alexander has been waving his hands here in Oklahoma City. He grew up in Germany, and as he explains it, classical music was a constant growing up. My upbringing was really that everything that was non-classical music was not even in our household. There wasn't, it wasn't there. Um, and the earliest was then, I guess, in my teens, 14, 13, 14, 15, with my brother, when he listened to Phil Collins or Madonna, almost illegally. <laughs> and I liked it, but it was never really even an option. I sort of understand how to listen to Phil Collins, though I'd live a full life if I never heard Susudio again. But a symphony? I don't begin to know where to jump in, so I asked him. So one big key, I guess, is um, simply to look at a classical piece as a movie script, almost. Like you have your protagonist, you have the main character, then the composer uses those ideas Da, 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 dum, ba, 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 bum, you know, and like in Beethoven Fifth Symphony, in, in that called development section in the story, then creates a story and um, plays around with those characters, gets the whole thing really going and exciting. Whatever, you're Brad Pitt, boom, there it is. Angelina Jolie. I mean, I'm kind of stuck in the 90s right now. I'm playing the villain, baby, just like you want. But there is a dignity to the way I do it. And then very often the second, and there's a second idea coming, a second melody that is a contrast. So it's all happening maybe in like eight minutes of the first, of that beginning of the piece. Then the action starts, like in a film. It becomes then really exciting actually to follow that a little bit.
Okay, a lot to take in here. First, Alexander is saying that the conductor is like a coach, not only leading the musicians behind the scenes, but joining them in the performance. Baseball managers, yeah, they wear uniforms, that's cute, but they don't bat. Alexander is batting in front of the Philharmonic. Second, he says we should listen to something like Beethoven's Fifth, like watching a Netflix series. Identify the wants and moods of the main character, and then see how it clashes with second and third characters. It's true, you have to maybe do a little bit more active listening, but um, I think if one knows that at least a little bit the concept, it makes much more sense. That's not just a random thing and um, that there is really a storyline. Well, I did some active listening to Beethoven's Fifth. There's four movements, and basically the only one that I think most of us recognize is the first. But the whole thing's a half hour, and I tried listening to it as if they were characters. Immediately, it sounded to me like gossip or some ugly pronouncement duh, 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 that was spread and echoed through the community, sometimes softly, gaining speed, many voices. And all the while, there's a, a certain innocence filling the gaps, unaware of this ugly truth. Anyway, it sounds like a pretty compelling Netflix series. Well, I mean, the dream is always that people have um, a transformative experience. That's at least my goal, um, that we tap into that, again, power of music that is able to create, well, the feel of bungee jumping, and the feel of a Tibetan monk sitting in the now. <laughs> Something just like that, if the awareness opens up in concerts here, that would, of people, me included, that we all participate of this power of music, that would be, that's awesome. No offense to Phil Collins, but our favorite Phil is the Oklahoma City Philharmonic. Their new season begins in September. Check it out at okcphil.org. And be sure to watch past episodes of Gallery America on the PBS app or on our website at oeta.tv slash galleryamerica. That's it for the podcast. Till next time, stay arty, Oklahoma. Just say the word. Oh.